0: Welcome to Table Flippers Podcast, outreach of Greater Worship Christian Church here in Lancaster, California. I am your host, Robert Enos, along with Chippy the Chipmunk. Oh, my adoring fans. Get ready for a huge dose of reality and a huge dose of common sense. You said it, brother. I'm sure you all heard by now. WCC has a new church home. We were able to purchase a nice, bigger church building, and it's been an extreme blessing. We've been in there now uh, two weeks, I believe, just two Sundays. Uh, really, uh, yeah, almost full two weeks, because we had our um, conference with Christian International that began, oh, what was that, uh, Thursday, I believe, uh, September 21st. Just trying to remember all these dates, ladies and gentlemen. Not that I'm old, but uh, it just takes a little longer for me to find those files tucked away in my cranial cavities. Anyway, so we've been in there about two weeks now. Great, great building. Phenomenal building. Comfortable, just beautiful. And um, I just want to say a, a huge thank you to everybody that made that possible. And 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 that's everybody. That's our real estate agents, our lenders, all that. But more than that, of course, number one, God, you made it possible. You did this. And I appreciate and love you for it. You I can't even begin to explain how blessed we are simply because you, you well, you bless us. You you are just God. You do what you promise to do. And even in the midst of my failures and weaknesses, you still come through and you make things happen. So to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, my God, my best friend, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You you are deserving of all the praise, all honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. I also want to thank the people of GWCC, all the members of GWCC, the GWCC family. You are extraordinary. You make it happen. You make it work. You fight with us when there's a fight. You work with us when there's work needing to be done. You chill out with us when it's when it's resting time and it's time to have a barbecue or a party or an event. You are spectacular, each and every one of you. I wish I had the time to go through all the names of all the people specifically, but you know who you are. You're spectacular. And you... What I, what I really love about you guys, and I don't mean this towards myself, I really mean this towards you, you make me look good. When people come in, such as our Christian International family or guests, visitors and such, the whole atmosphere, the whole place is so spectacular and so wonderful, so inviting and so gracious that people look at me because, well, I'm, you know, the head of the church there and they automatically assume that I had something to do with it. And the reality of it is I had so little to do with it, almost non-existent. All of you at GWCC uh, really make things happen. You're so inviting, so warm, so welcoming, and I appreciate each and every one of you. And um, thank you. Thank you again. And I thank my God because he promised me a long time ago that he would bring to me the best. And he certainly has. And again, I love you all and I appreciate you all. And for those of you who haven't been out, please come and visit us. We are at 1754, that's 1754 West Avenue L12 in Lancaster, right off of 20th Street West, near Avenue M. So we're right on L12, right off of 20th Street West, 1754. Can't miss it. It's the only uh, church on the block. Not the only street on the block, the only church on the block. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I want to talk to you about something. And I know I talk about this issue quite a bit, but I, it, it really needs to be discussed more and more and more and more. We need to talk about it. We need to bring out this information. We need to put it out there in the light. And that's the differences. Uh, you know, I don't want to say differences, really. Um, I want to talk about primarily... You know, the Republican Party and the Democrats Party. Now, before I go into this, before I get into this, please, ladies and gentlemen, if you're tired of the political talk um, and you're ready to turn me off, just at least listen to this disclaimer, if you will. I am very unhappy overall with the Republican Party. Overall. I'm not saying every Republican, but I am very unhappy with the overall Republican Party. Let me explain to you what happened here, even in uh, here in Southern California. We were helping a gentleman run for uh, what was he running for? Senator and um, state senator for for the area for the district, and great guy, solid, conservative, Republican. And a great guy just all the way around. I I believe he would have made a great senator there, representative. And he was running against somebody who was really, 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 really crooked. I mean, absolutely crooked. Anyways, I don't want to focus on those guys too much. But he was running against the Democrat. This Democrat was completely crooked. So the local, I'm not talking about the local AV, Antelope Valley Republican Party. I'm talking about the SoCal, the uh, California SoCal Republican Party refused to help a fellow Republican run for this seat refused to help him well wait wait let me let, let me let me retract that ladies and gentlemen let me correct me refused to help him unless he came up with a huge sum of money first i guess as proof that he could actually win before they would help him really help him They say, well, we can just give you kind of some databases and some mailing addresses. That's about it. Unless you come up with all of this money and prove to us. So I'm not real happy with many in the Republican Party or the Republican Party as a whole. Very upset with it. There are some Republicans that I really like and I believe are doing a phenomenal job, such as Mike Garcia. He's one of our local guys and represents this area in this region. And I believe he's doing a really great job. I don't agree with him 100%, but I don't have to agree with him 100%. Most everything that he does is spot on and spectacular, and I agree with him in that. And the things that we disagree on, you know, they're fairly minuscule and not that important. So anyways, my point is, I'm not real super happy with the overall Republican Party. Again, some people, yes, but most of them, no. But at the same time, I am 150%, if that's possible against the Democrat party as a whole and every Democrat in that party. And the reason is policy. One of the reasons why I'm so upset with most of the Republicans, because although at a party level, they're party documents, they're founding who who they say they are as a party, I agree with, you know, for the most part. There might be some minor things that, of course, I would change. But for the most part, I agree with. They're conservative. I'm conservative, at least at that level. But when it comes down to actually enacting on those conservative values, they don't always align themselves with those conservative values. And that's what makes me upset. Either this is a conservative party or it's not. And if it's supposed to be a conservative party, then every Republican in the party should be voting and standing by and standing for conservatism and what it really means. As a matter of fact, we have another local... um, um, what is her position her name is Suzette Mar- Martinez I believe her na- her name is anyway so she's she's in in the party and she holds a position and one of her uh, votes when they're voting on abortion she went right along with the Democrats she voted right along with the Democrats on abortion that's not a conservative thing to do that's not what we believe as a party that's not who we are and yet she jumped to the other side. She's loved by the Democrats, I'm sure, now. But she jumped to the other side instead of standing by conservative values and voting along the lines of conservative values. The whole reason why we conservatives put her in that position to begin with. She's supposed to represent us and the conservatives say no to abortion and she voted against us, her constituents, and said yes, to abortion. That's why I'm upset with the Republicans. Again, not all of them, but especially with her. I want her out. I want her out. Anyways, nonetheless, I want to talk to you a little bit about the differences because I don't think enough people understand this or realize it. And enough. And, and and especially it's not being taught in our school. I take it back. It, it is being taught in our schools, but in the opposite. Our school systems are absolutely lying. You know what our school systems are turning out? Listen to me, ladies and gentlemen, please hear this. Our school systems from K through 12, and then especially our colleges and our universities, they're turning out educated idiots. Let me explain what I mean. People that have an education, they're taught something. They have professors, they have teachers that teach them something. And when they get out of these schools, they can go in even somewhat normal. They come out of these schools and they're completely different. They're educated idiots. And what I've been noticing, because I've had conversations with a lot of young people that are either in college or just getting out of college, and they have this twisted idea of the way the world works. They Often, some of them go in with just level head on their shoulders from good families, and they come out combative. They come out confused about their gender. They come out combative. They come out with twisted ideologies, socially, religiously, and such, and they're all messed up. And they're what, what really blows my mind is these professors are proud of that, that they can tweak these young people's minds so much that they literally turn on what they were brought up as. They're educated, but they're idiots. And I say that with brokenness of heart because I've seen so many young people from good families come out of these colleges and universities destroyed, go in just just loving their family, loving their life, having hope for their future, and then coming out with these Marxist weird ideas, confused in their gender, don't really want to work because they think everything works against them. They don't know, they they, they, they lost that ability to understand how they can work the system in their favor, and they come out believing that the system works against them instead of with them and for them. It's twisted and is strange to watch this. Educated idiots. And unfortunately, those will be the young people that as they get older, will rule our country. And even if they don't get into political office, they will still rule our country through their votes. And they're so messed up in their minds that they're going to be voting for the stupidest things. And that's kind of what I want to talk about because you have to look at that at least on some level to understand the differences between Democrats and Republicans. And when I say Republicans, I say that very—I say that at a party, poli, you know, a party level. I'm not even going to say an individual policy level, but a party level more than the actual um, politicians themselves. Because you know, let's face it, in both parties, maybe not every person, not every politician, but in both parties follow the money. They're going to vote their pocketbook. They're going to vote the, whatever their biggest donors tell them to vote for. That's just the way it works. It is dirty in that sense. And we just need some honest people in there. But nonetheless, you know, let me tackle abortion. Okay. Because there's a lot of people that have this weird idea. As a matter of fact, right here in my own hometown, we have a gentleman that stepped down from city council and, and, I don't know why. To the best of my knowledge and understanding, I don't think he said why. If he did, I missed that memo. So I don't know why. I don't know what was going on or whatever. But since then, I have found that he is supporting. He is supporting uh, a young man who's going to be running for mayor. This young man is a Democrat the gentleman that stepped down as a Republican. So that already goes to show you, that already goes to show you what he really believed, that what he claimed to believe as a you know, uh, conservative meant nothing to him if he's gonna come out and support now a Democrat, a liberal, to take that position as mayor of our city. And one of the people that I know, that, that I'm close to, happened to be with that young man, and asked him some questions like, hey, how can you do this? Be a Christian in church, being supported by this gentleman who is a pastor. And, and you're, a, well, number one, you're a Democrat, but what about abortion? Oh, you know, and, and here's the huge compromise and that wishy-washy, cowardly, cowardice answer coming out of so many Christians that claim to be Democrats or so many Democrats that claim to be Christians, however you want to look at it. By the way, it's impossible. He's either going to be a Democrat or he's going to be a Christian. You can't be both. Oh, you can play the game, but you can't be both. So if he's playing the game of Democrat, he's not a Christian, regardless of how many years he's been in church and how many scriptures he can quote. Just throwing that out, ladies and gentlemen. But nonetheless, what does he say about abortion? Oh, and by the way, this is something I hear from a lot of so-called Christians who vote Democrat. Oh, I wouldn't do it myself. I personally am against it, but I must protect it because what about other people and their beliefs? Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. Ladies and gentlemen, that might sound good on the very surface, but if you just take a moment to think about it for just a moment, we're talking about the murder of the unborn, murder of children. It's always wrong, period. Why am I totally against abortion for me? for everyone around me for this entire nation and the world because it's murder and according to god thou shall not murder period end of discussion it's bad for everyone everywhere all the time oh well what about a lady's right to choose oh she choose when she spread her legs come on ladies and gentlemen she she made her choice already She made her choice. And now you want to give her another choice to murder her own child? How is it? Ladies and gentlemen, this is ridiculous. This This is wickedness. This is chaos. This is crazy. I made the choice to have sex and that choice led to an unwanted pregnancy. Now I need another choice to kill that baby in my body, but I will tell everybody it's my body. Leave me alone. It's not your body. It's the baby's body. And that baby is the most innocent. And you're going to murder the most innocent? Murder is always wrong. But when you murder the innocent, that takes it to a whole new other level. And when a mother murders her own child. Now that, I I, I can't even comprehend that mentality, to be honest with you. So here's this young guy. I'm a Democrat. Wee. Oh, I'm against abortion personally for me. But... What about that person down the street? I can't say that for them. Yes, you can. Man up, grow some, be a man. That's what irritates me about Democrats. That's what irritates me about these liberals. There is no men in the Democrat Party. There is no true men in the Democrat Party. A bunch of males, a bunch of little boys, and a bunch of (laughs) men in dresses, but there's no true men, masculinity, in that party whatsoever man up stand for something real abortion is is murder now again republicans at the party level are against abortion but there's too many republicans caving in caving in compromising to this wickedness like this suzette Martinez. i believe her name is martinez let me look it up real quick ah here it is yes suzette martinez um her name is suzette martinez vaird i don't know how to spell her or pronounce her last name uh, v-a-l-l-a-d-a-r-e-s and it says former california state representative well she may be former but i do know that she's going to be um, running again and again when she voted on the abortion stuff here in california she just kept right step with the democrat party what good is that Person as a Republican and in that position as a Republican, if she's going to vote so wickedly and against what we as Republicans believe and what we stand for, this is ridiculous. So, at least in abortion, a true Republican, a true conservative, a true uh, Republican will be against abortion and will want to do things such as fund. uh, We have a local uh, ministry, if you will, organization called CareNet, a crisis pregnancy. Um, what do they call it? Crisis, pregnancy. Anyways, when when a young lady gets pregnant and she's not sure what to do, she can go there and get some answers. They give ultrasounds. They help with with bringing that baby alive into the world and can help them with that process before and after that birth. So a Republican and conservative will want to put funds there and help them, Care Net, you can look them up, ladies and gentlemen, they're in Lancaster, and help them, to help save lives, and this Suzette Martinez had a choice. She had a choice. She can she can bring about uh, whether it be funding or policies or uh, bills or whatever to help CareNet and those types of um, organizations, or she can go with along with the Democrats and murder babies. And what did she choose? The murder of babies. And here's the sick thing about it. Beyond the obvious, because that's sick in and of itself. We have Christians, Christians that have gathered around her since then and just like want to take pictures with her, want to support her, want to help her get back into office, want to do all this great. Christians, ladies and gentlemen, Christians. When we have other conservatives running for that position that are hundred percent against abortion, but those Christians aren't backing them up, they're backing her up. I could tell you why, but I'm going to take a hands-off approach on some of that other than to say part of it ladies and gentlemen has to do with two things there's now well, i'm not even going to get into that because it's going to open up a can of worms that um going to be kind of ugly for a lot of people let's just say um you know the bible t- or in the bible we are taught and told there's an old saying birds of a feather flock together okay Just as she compromised what she claimed to be, a Republican, a conservative Republican, she completely compromised and caved. Caved in, all right? Caved on her beliefs, caved on what she said, caved on her promises. The so-called, so-called Christians that surround themselves with her and go around her um, are doing the exact same thing. As a matter of fact, to the point that not only are they fake Christians in heart, and in action, some of them are fake in body, hair, and lips. And I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Can you tell I'm angry at this? Because I'm so sick and tired of the compromise in the church. Anyways, let's talk about LGBT for just a moment. LGBT, that's um, le- lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender. And they added a Q to it for queer. Okay. They And they've they've added a whole bunch of things. In there as well. As a matter of fact, pedophiles have jumped on board to that one. And there's um, even pedophiles that are now part of that group that have been accepted by many, Not maybe not all in that group, but in the LGBTQ, LMNOP, QRST group. You know, pedophiles, child molester, perverts to a whole new level have been accepted by many in that group. And uh, this really is a disgusting thing. So, Democrats are all for this. I mean, Democrats are all for it. Completely. As a matter of fact, Joe Biden, wonderful Uncle Joe, Uncle eh, America can be summed up in one word. Come on, some people actually voted for that. I know you don't hear too many people admitting to that now, but some people actually voted for that clown. Anyways, um, so you got this LGBT L M N O P group out there, uh, including child molesters, and the Democrat Party is is all for it. All for it, not just saying, Hey, listen, just because we don't choose to be that way, let them choose to do whatever they want to do. And in a very big, real way, that's who I am, except when it comes to hurting another person, such as children. But at the same time, I am not going to make them a special class with special protections. They keep saying, We just want the rights everybody else has. You have the rights everybody else has. Because I've seen men in dresses driving cars. Hey, I drive a car. They own homes. Hey, I own a home. They have businesses. We have businesses. You know, they walk the streets. They live among us. They eat the food. They shop in the shopping centers. They have the same rights you and I have. Don't fall for the lie that they don't have the rights that we have. They most certainly do. We'll say, well, what about marrying? They have the right to marry. They have the right to marry. And unfortunately, at least in California, they have the right to Man marrying a man, a woman marrying a woman, a, a man marrying a man who thinks he's a woman, a woman marrying a man who thinks he's, uh, you know, all of this weird stuff. It's garbage, okay? And now they have rights because they keep pushing for it and the Democrat Party could, keeps giving to them. They have rights that us straight people don't have. As a matter of fact, I want to read something to you. This is from the Merriam-Webster's Dictionary, and it's just the word queer, because they have the LGBTQ, and the Q stands for queer, and they they go, we're queer, you know, yeah, you are, but please look up that word to see what it means, and I know that they're trying to change the meanings just the way they did with the word gay, it used to mean happy, now it means homosexual, they're hijacking even our language in our words and if they can't hijack an already existing work they just make up a new one like homophobe look it up in the see when that was first used i know all words are made up but they just that group just has this way of just making up words even uncle joe america could be summed up in one word i mean that's a word to joe now and i'm assuming to many other democrats We Republicans and conservatives, we don't speak that language, so we don't even know what he means, but I'm sure it means something to people who have three brain cells. Anyways, the word queer, at least in the the way it is in the Merriam-Webster's Dictionary, says, differing in some way from what is usual or normal. Now, listen to this, ladies and gentlemen. It's differing in some way from what is usual or normal. So that tells you that the LGBTQ, the homosexual lifestyle, the LGBTQ, the transgender, the trans whatever, is not normal in any way. Okay, so we have to establish that first. So the Democrat Party is big on what is not normal, what is not usual. So that tells you something. The Conservative Party. looks at things that actually work and have worked for a long time sometimes thousands of years the democrat party is like hey let's just try anything and if it causes our society to fail falter or crumble oh we'll do our best to start over it doesn't work that way the roman empire did that and it's no longer around Because they did the exact same thing that the Democrats are doing now. They started embracing all these weird, queer ideas and ideals and it led led to their demise. So again, what's the difference, at least in this, between a true liberal and a Democrat? I'm sorry, a Democrat and a Republican or you can say liberal and conservative because I like that better because not all Republicans are conservative because look at all the rhinos like Suzette Martinez. Uh, whatever her last name is. Look at her. She's not, um, she's not a true conservative at all. At all. She fooled everybody, and there's still some people being fooled out there. Anyways, so the LGBT thing. Why, what's the stance on Republicans? You see, here's the thing about most conservatives. I'm not going to say all, but most conservatives. They found the LGBT ideology and the people strange. It's weird when you see a 280 pound man step into the room and you can tell it's a 280 pound man, but he's wearing thick makeup, a big wig and a tight dress on a 280 pound frame with um, certain parts of his anatomy being revealed because of the tightness of the dress and maybe has a mustache and a beard and demands that everybody call him ma'am. Yet we think that is weird, okay? We think that is strange. But most conservatives kind of, for the most part, not completely, lean a little bit to that more libertarian idea that, Hey, you know, as long as it doesn't infringe upon my freedoms and expression of who I am, you do you. And most, I'm not going to say all, but most were just like that. And and for the most part, so was I. I, I was against it. I don't want to legislate it. I don't want to give any special freedoms to some 280-pound me- bearded man in a dress that other people don't get. Leave that one alone. But but at the same time, I would personally, because I am a Christian, I'm a man of God, and I am conservative, I am at least in that area, leaning a little bit more towards the libertarian mindset doesn't bother me if that guy wants to run around and parade around in a dress. I'm just going to keep my kids and grandkids away from that um, strange exhibition. But it doesn't mess with me in that sense. So I I still want to see that man changed. I want to see that that him come into, not mainstream for the sake of mainstream, but normalcy. I also realize that that's a mental issue that I want to help that man with. So I'm going to meet him at that place of ministry and having real world discussions with him and ministry and hope that not only I can convince him, but maybe bring about a little bit of healing and deliverance in his own mind and his own heart. That's what I'm looking at. But now, and as long as they don't force themselves on me, my family or society and culture as a whole. And yet that has changed because now they are forcing themselves on culture, on society, on all of us, but especially school-aged children. And so the perversion that they lived privately is now not just becoming public, it's being forced upon the most innocent among us right now, our children. So I'm completely against it. The Democrats are completely for it. You know, they do the man on the street thing. I thought it was funny. This guy goes out on the street with a camera and a microphone and he asks these, you know, what's clearly uh, a liberal, you know, "Um, excuse me, miss, can I ask you a question? Yeah, go, go right ahead. Do you think children should be transitioned? Oh, yes, they should be transitioned. And then he interrupts. To Christianity? Oh, no, 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 never Christianity. So these liberals, these Democrats are okay with taking a six-year-old, starting that six-year-old on puberty blockers and hormone changes that will affect that person, not just in childhood, but for the rest of their lives, and even go so far as to surgically remove or add certain uh, um, appendages that will alter that person, that young person for the rest of his or her life. They're okay with that. They're okay with that. But if you say, can I take that six-year-old to church and convert them to Christianity? Oh, no, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. You can't do that. That's again. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, I am. Even as I say here, I am. My blood is boiling. I better check my blood pressure. I just checked it a few minutes ago. It's just borderline kind of high normal right now. I'm sure it's off the chart because I'm thinking about this again, this is ridiculous, but conservatives aren't against the LGBT people. They're against that push that forces that um, what's clearly mental and emotional trauma and illness on everybody else. No, I'm sorry. The rest of us do not have to accept that as normal. We never will. We're not going to now and we never will. It's not normal. So conservatives are against that. Let's go on. Oh, uh, uh, in that vein, gay marriage. Now, as a conservative, I'm completely against gay marriage. To which I know even in the conservative movement and among Republicans, I shouldn't say conservatives, but a Republican who leans a little left on this one will say, well, wait a minute. If you're okay with some guy in the dress and because he's not hurting anybody, why should you care if two guys want to get married or two women get married. I'll tell you why. Because by doing that, we destroy, we destroy the definition of marriage between one man and one woman. We destroy that. You know, uh, on on the one hand, I understand this in this sense. Why should I care if two consenting adults choose to live together and whatever they do in their bedroom is their business on that level? Why should I care? Well, I care for a lot of reasons. But again, mostly those are moral and religious reasons. And I believe that they're sinning against God and putting their own soul in jeopardy if they break the commands of God. In that same vein, that's why I'm against gay marriage in a in a uh, society because it redefines what God says marriage is. One man, one woman, that's it. And I I've heard it like this many, many times over the years. God created Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve, and that's true, and I know we have a little fun with that or whatever, and it's so simple, but it's true, okay, well, and I know a lot of people say, well, God created them homosexual. No, he didn't. Trauma, pain created the homosexual, bad choices, and not even the choices of those individuals, but bad choices leading up to that bad choice, created homosexuals this is this argument is so and let me explain something to you ladies and gentlemen this gets off a little bit of my discussion because the democrats are completely for gay marriage redefining gay marriage redefining marriage completely matter of fact i believe if most democrats at least in in the government the politicians had their way they would strip even all uh inferences of what a real marriage is between one man and one woman they would probably destroy the whole institution of marriage as it sits at a cultural or a societal level, you know, and treat everybody like, oh, it doesn't matter because they don't care. That's the party of immorality. It's the party that all things go. And if you question them, on Yo, oh, you're a bigot. No, I'm not a bigot. I'm somebody that's standing up for everybody's rights. And I'm standing up for righteousness. But let me let me deal with homosexuality for just a minute. I just want you guys. This is this is something I've been thinking about literally for years. I wrote a paper on this some time ago, I don't know, maybe 10, 12 years ago. And uh, I need to find that and read it to you sometime. I want to take the homosexual homosexuality, let's face it. So religiously, I and I guess you could depend I depending on the actual religion, but Christianity, Judaism, I'm assuming uh, Islam, homosexuality is a big no-no because we believe that God created man, clearly men to be men, masculine, and um, males, and female, women. And a marriage is one man with one woman. That's it. Homosexuality is... Um, in many cases, and, and well, when I say many cases, what I mean is, uh, according to these religions, an abomination before God, because it perverts his creation and his order, creates God's creation and order. So we know religiously, it's a big no-no. Okay, so let's look at, okay, well, I'm not religious, so that doesn't matter to me. Aha, you are a biological creature. Biologically, it doesn't make sense either. The pieces don't fit. And what I'm, I'm sure most of you can imagine what pieces I'm talking about. And the reason between a man and a woman, the pieces fit and work is so that the species, the human beings, human species can continue. When a man and a woman come together, birds and the bees, little babies are created. When a man and a man come together, no babies. When a woman and a woman come together, I'm sorry, no babies. But when a man and a woman come together, there's babies and the species can continue children are born and grow up and can keep the human being species moving forward um again biologically that's a, a no brainer okay um i don't believe in evolution as it's taught in most all of our schools but for just a moment i'm going to bring about that argument what about evolution okay so the theory and ladies and gentlemen it's only a theory can't be proven That's why it's still called a theory. But a theory of evolution states that for some unknown reason when, I don't know, the cosmos or the universe is through with a specific species or whatever it is. It could be a plant. It could be an animal. It could be a rock, I guess. When it's done, it will just kind of fade out and cease to exist or it will evolve into something else. And they claim scientists claim to have seen this, you know, in the historic records, uh, over and over and over again. You know, you have the emergence of this animal, and it might might be around for say several million years, and then it just sort of starts to evolve, and that particular animal fades out as another one, uh, maybe a cousin of it, an evolutionary cousin takes off and it's around for another, I don't know, a million years, two million years, whatever. So let's throw homosexuality into the mix of that for just a moment. Somewhere there's this thing in evolution called natural selection. And basically in a nutshell, ladies and gentlemen, now, I'm not looking at a science book right now so do not ask for the scientific explanation of all these things I'm just telling you what I've learned over the years being in junior high and high school and reading different books and all of these good things but the nat they call it natural selection and so that basically says okay if you have a like let's use human beings cuz we're talking about homosexuality you you have all of these different human beings uh, different mindsets and dis- different things, you know, different uh, educational levels, different backgrounds, all of this stuff, different uh, locations on the planet. And this thing called natural selection looks at all of these different human beings and looks at this one group and says, that group there, we really don't like, we don't think that it's going to propagate the species. So we need to fade them out to make room for the other, in this sense, again, human beings to thrive and to grow because this group that we don't like, we don't think they're very good. They're, you know, they've, they're going to use resources, breathe the air, drink the water, live in homes, whatever it is. Is that the other ones could use and be stronger and healthier and 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 move forward in this evolutionary cycle that we believe is happening so they look at this one group of of, uh, of human beings and how do you get rid of them? Well, it's evolution, so it has to be an evolutionary process. Evolution, natural selection, doesn't zap them with lightning because it doesn't have that control, but there's evolutionary processes within that every human being or every living being, uh, um, plants and animals, that when natural selection chooses them to no longer exist it kind of triggers this thing whatever that thing is and they slowly start to die out it might take a million years but nonetheless they will die out so even homosexuality in the sense of evolution if you believe in evolution then you have to at least say you know that natural selection selected these individuals to um pretty much just die out and cease to exist And their whole line after them. Because again, if you have two men together and they spend their whole entire life together, they can't have children, none of their own at least. They can't have children. Two women together can't have children. Their line ceases to exist right there. And so I I do understand, okay, you can adopt, but nonetheless, their own bloodline ceases to exist. The women could be artificially inseminated or something of that nature, which would continue that bloodline But now they're doing something artificial that goes against natural selection and the evolutionary processes. So they have to step out of the very things that they say they believe to continue their bloodline and their lineage. When natural selection says, no, we don't want you. There's something wrong with you. You see, so religiously, homosexuality doesn't work. Biologically, homosexuality certainly doesn't work. Evolution, again, I'm not a proponent of evolution, but evolution... What is? It? How do you say evolutionarily? <laughs> but according to evolution, it it doesn't work. All right. But what makes homosexuality? It doesn't really work. But I'll use that. What makes it work? Just uh, the emotion and the mental backing of it, and those who want to affirm others in it. And again, that's all mental and emotional. You see, ladies and gentlemen, what homosexuality comes down to more is brokenness in the soul, where the mental faculties are and the emotional faculties are in the soul. Brokenness of soul leads to homosexuality. You have to first be convinced, whether by yourself or others, that it's okay. There's nothing wrong with you. Go for it. Whatever makes you happy. And others, even ourselves, will teach us and coach us into doing something that goes against religion, goes against God, goes against biology, our own biology. And again, I'm not in it, but it even goes against the evolutionary processes as it's taught just to try to make way for this thing called homosexuality, or in this case, gay marriage. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not going to bend all of culture and society in all of those negatives just to meet the emotional and mental standard or state of those who are hurting and broken. Instead, as a man of God and knowing the word of God, knowing how much God loves the homosexual and wants to save them, redeem them, heal them, instead of let's saying, oh, let's just go for it, go marry whoever you want. No, what can I do to help you? I'm gonna pray for you. I want you to come to know Jesus. I want you to come to know his saving power and it's saving authority. That's where we as a culture and we as a people should be. And Republicans, that's where all of us should be because true conservatism is rooted in the word of God. Not the Republican Party, but the word of God. And the Republican Party is supposed to be the conservative party, at least the conservative party, most conservative party that can get elected. So the, the Republican Party is supposed to be rooted in the word of God as well. And it would be nice, Suzette Martinez, if you could get rooted in the very word of God that your party supposedly stands on. Anyway, oh, here's another one. I'm going to get off gay marriage for just a moment because that to me is, it's a hot bucket, hot, I can't even speak today. It's a hot button topic with me because I'm standing, I feel like I'm standing in the middle of all of this. I can see it from both sides, but I still have to stand on the word of God because the word of God is always true. Always true, ladies and gentlemen, whether you like it or not, whether you realize it or not, it's always true. So I always got to stand on that. But even beyond that, more than that, I want to see these people healed, not affirmed in their brokenness. I want them healed from their brokenness, not affirmed in their brokenness. And I would say the same thing about the whole of the LGBTQ Um, community. But here's another one. I want to talk about government. Democrats love large government. They love having all these different um, uh, agencies and groups telling you and I how to live and what we should and should not do, how to do it, where to do it, when to do it. And the Republicans like small government. As a matter of fact, that's what our government of the United States, according to our Constitution, is supposed to be. Number one, it's supposed to be a republic, not a democracy. That's where we failed. We got away from our republic roots. And secondly, we should have continued to have a small government out of our lives so that we have the freedom to create the life we want. Not having a government so big that we have the life the government forces on us. I'll give an example. Do you know where your tax dollars go? I mean, do you even know how much money you pay in taxes every year? When we talk about income tax, sales tax, and all these other taxes, you know, um, that we pay every day. Do you know where every dollar goes? Well, of course you don't. You don't. And honestly, I don't either. That's what happens when you have large government. They take your money by force. And often fund things that you would never fund yourself. So the Republicans, at least at their core, at their party level, say, this is bad. This is terrible. What should should government do? Get out of everybody's life. Let them live their life and create the life that they want, the way they want. And we should provide protection at a federal level, like an army, a military, to protect the nation and protect the people. And very minimal things and everything else should be at a state level. And then in that state, even that should be minimal. Everything should be at a county and even a city level. So that you and I, most of our tax dollars should be going to the community around us, not those in DC, not those in Sacramento or whatever state you're in or country you're in. It should go into your own city. Why? Because that's where you live. Your dollars should go where you live, not feeding the fat cats in Washington, D.C., or the fat cats in the state capitals here, Sacramento. So, Republicans want small government so you can create the life you want without them getting in your way. Democrats want a government so big that it tells you how to live. And if you, no, they don't do that, really, where were you during this COVID nonsense? You must wear a mask. You must stay indoors. You can't go outside. Close your business. Well, I'll go out of business. We don't care. Close your business anywhere. Well, I can't wear a mask because this is, uh, uh, this is hurting my health. We don't care. Wear a mask anyways, or you'll go to jail. You'll get fined. Close your church. Well, that's going against uh, um, the Constitution and my, and my rights to, to peacefully assemble and have church. We don't care. Those are all Democrats, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh, I like this Second Amendment because I can go buy a gun and carry it if I want for my own protection the protection of my family because the Second Amendment gives me that right. You can't do that, but, the, but it tells me I can. You can't do that or you'll go to jail. That's the Democrats. Big government forcing you to live their way. Republican, true Republicans, true conservatives getting out of your life to live the life you want to live. Here's another one, taxes. Oh my gosh, this is such a big one. And so many people are duped and fall for this. Have you ever heard, and I know you have, but I'm asking a rhetorical question. Have you ever heard um, anybody in government saying, we need to tax the rich? Yeah, those were liberals, those were Democrats. And that is one of the most stupid things that anybody could say. I know a lot of people who don't consider themselves rich just went, huh, why is that stupid? Make them pay. Number one, it's completely unfair. Let me explain to you why. Who takes um, advantage of the social programs provided by our taxes? Is it the rich or the poor? Well, of course, it's the poor. Whether it be Social Security, uh, Medicaid, Medicare, uh, um, welfare, uh, you know, the the uh, <laughs> Affordable Care Act, you know, forced forced health insurance that nobody could afford, but who takes advantage of all these? The people on the poor end, not the wealthy. So why should the wealthy have to pay more in taxes when they don't take advantage of the very thing those taxes go for? So one, it's already wicked because it's stealing from them and they don't get anything in return. Number two, you you can't tax the rich. (sighs) I mean, you can on paper. let's say you take, let's say assume that the rich are taxed at just 10%, right? If you make a million dollars, you're taxed at 10%, that's $100,000. And we're going to stick it to you because you guys are just raping the system. So we're going to take 20%. And now that the person that makes a million dollars a year is paying $200,000. Okay. That's $100,000 less that he has to spend. Number one, it always hurts the poor and those people, they, as they say, the working class. Because now that guy doesn't have the money to buy that extra car or go on that extra vacation or whatever. And a lot of people don't, we don't care because he's wealthy. You should care. Because let, let me put it this way. So how if you went and bought a $30,000 Toyota, and I'm not against that, you know, that's great. $30,000 Toyota versus a $200,000, I don't know, Rolls-Royce or Bentley or... Uh, I don't know, uh, Corvette, whatever. Okay, you think about the people that worked making a $30,000 car, all the people that were, and versus the people that made that $200,000 car. Who do you think made more money and how many people were actually employed? Let me explain something to you. The lower uh, on the end, as far as just cars, and this goes for most, not all, but most any, any business out there. Or segment of our you know financial uh, financial realm out there. Okay, you take a car thirty thousand dollars. Most of that car was built on a production line by robots that didn't have to be paid a dime other than upkeep and maintenance. The higher the the, the more expensive the car, the more hands on people were employed to build that car. Not only that, but a thirty thousand dollar car when purchased is is going to pay. Uh, just a certain select few people, because you only have that thirty thousand dollars to work with. Now a little bit more if you finance it, but you get the point. You get a hundred, a two hundred thousand dollar car. More people made more money. Do you see how that works? But you tax the rich, and they're no longer buying those two hundred thousand dollar cars. Now there's. More people out of jobs or not earning what they could be earning. And the production line, which is mostly robots, is kicking out cars that now even the wealthy are buying because you just taxed them. Here's another way that you don't tax the rich, at least like that. You take more of their money, they have less money to put into their businesses. So the people that work for them, if they can't afford them, they get fired. I'm sorry, they get let go. And um, if the people that are still on there, maybe there's not enough money because you overtax them, the the business, the wealthy people, so they can't give raises, they can't give bonuses, they can't give promotions. Now people have to work harder and longer because you have a smaller staff. Because why? They're trying to make ends meet because you just took more money in their taxes. And here's a whole nother way. Because the Democrats themselves in the government... (laughs) are wealthy as well, that's why there's so many, they're not even loopholes, but there's places in there for the wealthy to protect their money, even from taxes, and the Democrats themselves also use it. You see, when they say we're going to tax the rich, that's just, they're just duping Hopefully you. Yeah, I'm going to vote for him because he's going to suck it to those rich people. You don't, if you had any idea the way the economy actually worked and money actually worked, you wouldn't want to tax the rich. Well, I don't want to get taxed and I'm broke most of the time. No. You'll start voting for people that want to lower taxes for everybody because that's what the Republicans want to do. Don't get caught up in that stupidity and that foolishness of believing the lie that you can tax the rich and it's going to benefit the poor. It's not. It's going to hurt the poor. Because who do you think pays the paycheck of the poor people? It's the wealthy. If they have less money to work with, you get less in your pocketbook and in your checkbook. So the Republicans come along and say, we want to just... Cut taxes on everybody. That leads to smaller government as well. It's a win-win. Everybody gets benefited. The wealthy have more to work with. And the things that you and I would go purchase are cheaper because the taxes are lower on them. And you get more. So if you're making, let's say you just make only $10 an hour. But if you're paying you know, like I said, let's say you're paying only 10%. That's one dollar. So you have nine dollars. If the Republicans get in office and they say, we're gonna cut taxes by 50%. Now you got 950. It may not seem much, but you can you can do the numbers. What if you're getting paid fifty dollars an hour? And at 10%, you lose five dollars. So now you're only getting forty-five dollars an hour. Up front, if the Republicans get in, they say we're going to cut taxes by fifty percent. Now you have forty-seven fifty because they cut it in half. But if a Democrat gets in and say we're going to go tax the rich, and you're making fifty dollars an hour, you're not really rich. But now your boss says, "Hey, we're handing out pink slips because they just raised uh, our taxes, and we can't afford some of you guys. I'm sorry. Here's your pink slip. Go home." Now you get zero. Why? Because you voted for a Democrat that's going to stick it to your boss. Yeah, stick it to the boss, and you lose your job. It's one of the most foolish things that's going on right now, even among this. We need to raise the minimum wage. Stop. Stop. Have you noticed, ladies and gentlemen, I went to the store just the other day, my local store, I've been shopping there for years. I had four bags of groceries, nothing real fancy. Just, I had some bananas, I had some yogurts, I had some kefir. Uh, What else did I get? I had some, um, oh, what did I buy? See, I didn't even buy that much. I had four bags of groceries, just four bags. It was $100 for four bags of groceries. And when I fill up my tank now, I just have a little Ford Ranger. I fill up my gas tank, it costs me over $100 to fill it. Why? Because the Democrats are in control. And they just... We're successful in raising the minimum wage. So now everything is going up. I'm not saying every, like gas, I'm I'm not trying to say minimum wage went up, now gas has to go up. But certainly our food, I go to the restaurant and what used to cost me, say $15, is now $25. One of the reasons why is because now everybody in that restaurant is making so much more money that they had to raise their prices to pay their employees. You see how that works? That's right up there with tax the rich. It's the same type of thing. It's the same type of thing, ladies and gentlemen. So even though they're making more money in their paycheck, it doesn't go as far because now everything is more expensive. And we've tried to warn you, people. We've been saying, I've been saying it, many others have been saying it. No, that's not the way it works. Yes, it, oh my gosh. If you take more money out of of their hands, It's going to cost you more money to go get the things that you need. And trust me, ladies and gentlemen, this is by design. Because when we get to that breaking point where we can no longer make it on our own, that's when the government steps in and says, we're here to save you. Remember, Democrats are about big government. They're setting this up for more government regulation and control. And the voter is falling for it. So anyways taxes oh and here's another one i'm gonna uh this will be the last talking point at least on this the environment the environment we hear that a lot now we're in a climate crisis global warming you know when i was a, a kid in the 70s all the way back in the 70s we were being told that we are polluting the earth we're going into a global ice age because temperatures were actually getting colder yeah, it was. They were marking it, and it was getting a little bit colder. And we're going into this ice age. We're going into this terrible ice age. Then we, I believe it was the '80s, when there was supposed to be this acid rain. Oh, acid rain is falling from the sky. Acid rain, and 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 that we we went through the period of the. Um, hole in the ozone and we went through the period of the fear of we've got to do something because our rainforests are being destroyed in our rain now check this out our rainforests produce all the oxygen that we need and and they're they're burning down the rainforest to make grassland for the cattle and it never grows back it turns into a desert i remember them hearing that well, you notice we don't talk about the the impending ice age anymore because then it started warming up a little bit. So that they just swept that under the rug. We don't talk about the hole in the ozone because then they realize, oh, that's a natural. They always knew. The scientists and, and the people pushing it for political purposes always knew it was a natural occurring thing. It closes up in one area and pops open in another area and it's there for a purpose and a reason. And if we closed up the hole, the hole in the ozone, it would hurt us, not help us. They stopped talking about it because, well, it got out that is actually naturally occurring, has nothing to do with what we do or don't do. So they swept that under the rug. Um, Acid rain. I do not even know what happened to the acid rain stuff. They just stopped talking about that altogether. And so if they stopped talking about it it is because they are proven to be idiots by pushing it in the first place. Oh, and then when we had, along with now it's it was global warming, and now they just call it climate change. It was global warming because, again, from the Ice Age 70s, it started warming up a little bit, which is, again, natural. So they had to shift from global cooling Ice Age to global warming. Now we're all going to catch on fire. Now it's just climate change. And one of the things they, they pushed on the global warming thing was they would take pictures and videos of, of places in the Arctic and Antarctic where the ice sheets were melting at, a, at an alarming rates but what they didn't show you was the other side that it was growing at alarming rates because that's what it does it shifts and it moves that's the way god designed it and they would show you those areas where the where the um glaciers were melting at alarming rates and retreating but they didn't show you the glaciers that were growing at alarming rates it it, it, they were lying to us the whole time they've been lying to us so who's who's jumping on board with most all of this climate change nonsense democrats lying to us why for control bigger government more taxes more control over your lives then now they can tell you, you can't drive a gas car or a diesel car. You have to go get an electric car, even though electric cars pollute more than gas cars. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's true. They absolutely do. And so many of you bought into that, ran out and got an electric car and been pushing it. And you're polluting more than the gas car. It's, it's amazing. But let me give you another little dirty little secret about the whole climate change nonsense. When they were showing the retreating ice shelf that was melting at alarming rates, and they said, it's because of you and I, what what we're doing. You're driving that petrol car, that gas car, and you're making the ice melt. And now we're going to have flooded cities. Go ahead and look, find some um, pictures of of, uh, cities or towns or buildings or structures at sea level. From, say, 100 years ago, you could do this with Venice, Italy, places of that nature. Find some pictures from, say, 100 years ago and compare them to pictures taken last week. And you'll see um, the water level is exactly the same. Ellis Island in New York Harbor, you know, with the Statue of Liberty. Find some pictures from, like, 100 years ago or when that was first established and compare them to today. The water levels are exactly the same and so when these ice sheets melt and glaciers melt what they had found the honest scientists come out and say wait a minute it's not because of this so-called man-made global warming it's because there's volcanic activity at this on the seabed in those areas warming the seawater which is melting the ice because of volcanoes underneath the ocean on the ocean floor warming it up and the ice melting That's why it was melting on one side and growing on the other side where there were no volcanoes going off. And when the volcanoes stopped, they stopped spewing out their steam and their heat and their magma. What happened? The ice started growing back. The scientists stopped taking pictures of it and the politicians stopped using that and they shifted to something else. Now they're talking about co2 carbon footprint and our co2 oh yeah we're pumping out co2 and we are ladies and we are pumping co2 into the air and do you know what plants eat other than water and such from the soil co2 and since we've been pumping so much co2 in our atmosphere the plants have been eating it and thriving in areas they never thrived before all the fear of the rainforest gone because they burned it down. Those same areas that were burnt down for the cattle are now thicker and heavier partially and due to more CO2 in the air. They're growing crops. Farm, farmers are growing crops and more food is being produced in areas that never uh, could produce those types of crops. That means more people on the planet, more people are going to bed fed instead of hungry. More people are eating. Why? Because you and I are driving our gasoline power cars and putting CO2 out in the air. The plants and the crops are eating up that CO2 and thriving, thriving, ladies and gentlemen, and feeding more people. Why do they want us to stop putting CO2 in the air? Now, this is where my conspiracy theorist stuff comes in because it's all about control, of course, number one, but also number two, there's a lot of wicked people in the Democrat Party that's pushing all of this stuff that wants to stop the production of all this CO2 that causes crops to grow more healthy, feeding more people, because that means more people will live and live longer. And they've already come out. Ladies and gentlemen, you can look this up. They've already come out and said there's too many people on this planet. And there's 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 already in motion things to reduce the population of the planet. So you can't reduce the population of the planet and keep feeding everybody on the planet where they're healthier and live longer. You see you see what I'm saying? They want to kill us off. That's the dirty little secret, ladies and gentlemen. And it's really not a secret. They've, many of them have come out and said that. One of them being Hillary Clinton. Another one, Bill Gates. They all say there's too many people on this planet and they want to get... They want to get the overall uh, population of the planet down to a manageable, and they use that word manageable, roughly half a billion people. That's 500 million. Much, much, much smaller population than what presently is on this planet. So they can't have all this food popping up everywhere. They can't have all this clean water. They can't have all these crops. They can't have all these healthy people running around. So where are the Republicans on the environment? They're still twiddling their thumbs, wondering which, you know, licking their finger to see which way the political winds are blowing on it instead of standing up for righteousness and calling this stuff out for what it is. Right now, anybody who stands up and says something against all this environmentalist lie and hoax is a conspiracy theorist. Well, that's okay. All of my conspiracies have come to pass, so that doesn't make me a theorist. That makes me, I don't know, a conspiracy uh, spot-on prophet, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) But nonetheless... So ladies and gentlemen, I outlined some of these things. Some of these things are birthed out of my frustration of what I'm seeing, not just in both of these parties, but more than what's at a party level, the American voter, people like you and me. We need to be smarter. We need to figure out what who we really are as a people, ladies and gentlemen, yes, as Americans, but also as Christians, as conservatives, and an American. Who are we as a people? We need to go after that. Are you so willing honestly are you so willing to give up your freedoms give up your freedoms for what what do you get in return for voting for these knuckleheads that want to take your gasoline power car away from you that want you to pay more taxes what do you really get those of you who have voted democrat why what have you gotten for your vote especially those of you say in the inner city or maybe on the poorer end um what, did you, what have you gotten? There are certain groups, certain segments of our American society that have voted Democrat for years and, years and years and years and years and years and they just do it kind of blindly. What have you got? What do you have? I can tell you the same old nonsense that you had 50, 60 years ago that you're still struggling with. And in some instances, things are worse. Things are much worse because Democrats promise big and deliver little and yet you still vote for them. Hey. Don't get me wrong. There's many Republicans that do the exact same thing. That's why I'm angry with them. But at least with the Republican Party, you have the party platform, the party itself, the party platform on your side. Maybe that one Republican isn't, just like Suzette Martinez. But there's other Republicans out there willing to step in, take their place, and do what's right. So ladies and gentlemen, it's your choice. But I can honestly tell you, and again, it's your choice, but I'm just telling you, giving you the facts. You cannot, you cannot be a Christian. Or I've heard even some Catholic priests say this. You cannot be a Catholic and vote Democrat. It's time to make a choice. Are you going to choose your God, (laughs) the the creator of the universe? Or are you going to make the Democrat Party your God? Because that's what they want to be. It's your choice. You serve God. God the creator or you make the Democrats your God ladies and gentlemen it's your choice and just as the crusader the knight in the Indiana Jones um, movie The Last Crusade choose wisely did that sound good? choose wisely ladies and gentlemen thank you for choosing Table Flippers Podcast to find our merchandise page go to gwcclancaster.org. Then find the Table Flippers link, click on it, and it'll take you right there. Until next time, have a fantastic day. Say goodbye, Chippy. Goodbye, Chippy.